0: Hello, welcome back to Learning Line. Today we have the pleasure of talking with Cassie Fry, HSHS's System Director of HR Operations, and Shannon Watson, HSHS's System Director of Payroll, who also happen to be two of the best co-workers I've had the opportunity to work with. We'll be focusing on what leaders need to know about the upcoming API and Workday transition and how to lead teams through this change. But as is tradition with Learning Line, before we jump into that, we're going to get to know Cassie and Shannon a little bit here. So if you wouldn't mind, just let the audience know what was the first concert each of you attended. And maybe it was together. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know that.
1: Um, My first concert, I'm going to show my age, was Loverboy. Don't know if anybody remembers Loverboy Cassie. looks like she has no clue who Loverboy was.
0: I know the name, but I couldn't list any songs, oh, I don't think. yeah,
1: it was a good... It was not, however, my favorite concert. My favorite concert would be Aerosmith, which was pretty... And I I did touch Steven Tyler. He went through from the front stage to the backstage, reached out, touched my hand.
0: Oh, wow. Wish I could have seen your reaction to that.
1: I do have a picture of his face touching me, <laughs> reaching out
0: for me. It was,
1: It was pretty cool, I have to say.
0: Nice. One of the best.
1: So my first concert,
2: also not my favorite... Would have been the Beach Boys at the Illinois State Fair. I will not remember what year, but it was a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My favorite concert was also Aerosmith. Really? Absolutely. No way. Same concert, maybe?
1: No, probably not. Probably not. Okay. Mine was in St. Louis. Mine was, too. Riverport? Yep. (laughs) Maybe it was the same one.
0: You two have more in common than you thought. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) <laughs> okay, so besides the uh, the love of Aerosmith, um, and the love of API Workday, can you talk about your love of healthcare and what brought you to healthcare? You know, through your professional background.
2: Yeah, um, I've been with HSHS for 13 years now. Um, I've always been in HR and have truly enjoyed. Um, The healthcare industry, uh, the way that we're able to serve our customers, our colleagues, and the way that that then in turn um, has an effect on the communities that we serve and the patients um, that, that we take care of.
0: Thanks Cassie, appreciate that. What about you Shannon?
1: So I actually started out in banking, was in banking for 20 years and decided that if I ever left the bank that I was at that I would change industries because it was all I had done since college, um, and when I left, I found my way into payroll, and then that morphed into HR for five years, and um, and then HSHS whooped me up almost a year ago now, which has been um, an incredible year, and it's um, really the best of both worlds for me because um, I have the I had a, a dual major in college with. Um, business administration and then sociology so I get the numbers plus the people aspect and like Cassie I I love being able to where I couldn't do the clinician side of things we can support our um, our clinical colleagues by providing that support on the back end and um, hopefully easing some tensions and and helping them so they don't have to worry about that part of it so they can focus on helping our, our patients.
0: Well, you and your team do a great job of that. I mean, you think about processing payroll for 13,000 or so colleagues, Mm -hmm. and this is happening every week because we have different ministries on different pay cycles. Correct. Yeah, outstanding work. So, most have heard about HSHS's transition to Workday and, and API. We've had several pieces go out, several pieces of communication go out through the dose and through Leadership Weekly. Why is it important that HSHS make this transition?
1: Well, um, times change. Times change, technology changes, and our work changes. Um, And as we see advances in technology, I think it's it's imperative for us to leverage the, the technology so that we can do our jobs better and so that we can care for patients better.
0: Yeah, I feel like leverage technology is going to be a big part of this because we, we see more technology at our patients' fingertips. Mm-hmm. You know, think about um, you know, MyHSHS from a patient perspective where they can access their, their chart online. Um, we also think about patients having more access to information through wearables, through their watch, or through the, right. the Aura ring that a lot of people are, are buying now to help them with their sleep patterns. Um, so it just makes sense that we're offering technology to make life easier for our colleagues too. Cassie, what did we miss there?
2: Uh, I think Shannon said it well. I think always trying to um, evolve as an organization and make sure that um, you know we are staying up to date uh, with the latest and not really falling behind. It's a it's a new way to do the work uh, that we love to do, but it's it's a change. It's different, um, but it really allows us to focus on. Um, really this, you know, serving patients and not, you know, having to spend a lot of time and in, in what's really taken some of our time away and some of our manual processes that we have um, just due to our outdated technology platforms currently.
0: Yeah, just getting more efficient then. You know, so one of the things that I'm sure that others will, will be curious about is, is there a significance behind making this transition on this date? You know, I think the last week of the year is what we're looking at. What's the significance behind that date?
1: So payroll operates on a calendar year, you know, we, we hear a lot about fiscal years, but payroll still has to operate and observe the IRS calendar year, and with us doing this on a twelve twenty-six date, which is the very beginning of a pay period date, it starts us off fresh with the IRS and our reporting, um, which we have to do on a monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. If we hadn't chosen to do this at the beginning of a year, then you're looking at having to combine and and import history, um, which makes it a lot more challenging.
0: That makes perfect sense. Thank you for explaining it that way. And I think there's good news out there for our leaders and colleagues in terms of December 26th doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to need to do things a lot differently on that date, right?
1: Exactly. Um, Actually. Probably on, on 1226, they're not going to see any changes. We'll have to finish out the year on PeopleSoft, which means we have to get those final clockings for colleagues and, and get all those final calculations done. Uh, so actually, the, um, the time and attendance API, my time, won't be available until late Wednesday or even Thursday after that 1226 date until we can get that final pay date for 2021 completed.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. So we won't have people who are putting together no. Christmas items trying to figure out this. On Absolutely max. Okay. Nobody great. needs
1: to worry about stopping what they're doing and enjoying <laughs> Christmas on the 26th.
0: Nice. Good news. Thanks, Shannon. So, for those that haven't been as close to this work, how would you explain the difference between API and Workday?
1: So, currently in PeopleSoft, our application is combined to where we have time and labor and our HR payroll platform all in one application. In workday and API, those functions are separated out. API My Time is a healthcare specific generated time and attendance application to help us manage all of the colleagues' time. And then that information then um, is is closed out at the end of a pay period and an integration file generated and pushed into API for the actual processing. Workday is also the application where all of our our, uh, colleague demographic information resides as well. So um, Workday is pretty much the um, brains and the guts of of all of our HR payroll data. And then the time and attendance piece where we're collecting the time is done in API MyTime.
0: Okay, so we have a common transition Mm -hmm. date there, and we have two platforms that work very closely with each other, but really are serving two different purposes. Correct. Okay, got it. Thank you. So now that we've talked a little bit about the transition, specifically if we drill down to the life of a leader here at HSHS, how will life be different for them post-transition? How will life be better, or or how will, will things maybe take less time for them? What will look different for a leader?
2: I think uh, with this initiative on on both platforms, we're really putting the leaders uh, in the driver's seat, if you will. Uh, What we've realized in the past is that um, in order to be a leader at HSHS, a lot of times you needed a lot of help along the way which is great, but not when it comes to simple transactions or simple steps that you want to take in regards to um, seeing colleague information, seeing years of service from your colleagues, being able to run reports to look at your full team and see your organizational chart here at HSHS. A lot of times those were phone calls either to their leader, their upline, or even to their HR partner. Um, Workday allows them to really see across the system um, and be in the driver's seat. It also allows them to stop looking for paper forms, possibly searching the intranet site uh, for their uh, what we refer to as a change of status form. Um, All of those transactions can be done directly into Workday. So whether you are onboarding a new hire or whether you have a colleague departing, maybe through a retirement, Um, All of those transactions live in Workday and we have set the platform up to allow leaders to at least begin that transaction within the system instead of having to reach out to someone for assistance.
0: So empowering our leaders um, while also making it easy for colleagues. So our end users should see this as a a win across the board.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It is a change from current state. There is no doubt about that. It is absolutely a change. And with additional training that leaders will see, even after we go live, um, I really feel they will understand the value of what we're really bringing to the table versus what they had in the past.
0: Cassie, I'm glad that you brought up that this is still a change, even though it's a win across the board, This still change, and and change can be challenging for many people. Um, What can leaders be doing today, or maybe preparing, how can they prepare to communicate this transition with their teams to help them through the change process?
2: I think um, leaders will be provided, obviously, opportunities for training on, on both ends. So they'll go through a pretty extensive API training because that is where the time card approvals and or some scheduling is going to live. And that is more of a day-to-day uh, practice, if you will, for some leaders. Um, Workday will be the same. We will introduce training at a little bit of a higher level in December, um, with more hands-on training coming in the prior months, even after Go Live. Workday, as Shannon stated earlier, will replace a lot of our current platforms as far as our learning modules, our performance evals, how colleagues get onboarded. So we're really bringing it into one centralized place for our end users. the training won't stop at go live and we are here to partner with them throughout that journey there'll be several job aids several communications that are shared with them in the upcoming weeks to help them navigate through that Um, there will also be teams assembled either through the help desk through our payroll teams or through our HR teams to really be side by side with leaders and colleagues as we launch this because it it will be a change and there will be questions as far as how do I do something versus maybe something doesn't seem right. Maybe there's um, data. Maybe that doesn't just look absolutely right once we go through conversion. Um, But I think for leaders to be really open with the change to know that. This was an organizational decision that's really going to take us to the next step and provide more efficiencies for all of us here at HSHS.
1: I think another thing to note on that, too, is that it brings us together as a system so that we have consistency and where we have kind of seen ourselves as different ministries we're we're all on one platform it makes it easier for colleagues to transfer between organizations not just for um, primary assignments but even being able to float and um, leaders being able to see that information more clearly Um, one of the other things too is that the method in which they can access that information uh, with the mobile app it's going to really help leaders um, Access that information anywhere that they are, and where where they have Wi-Fi, basically, um, where that has been kind of a handicap for us before. It kind of limited ability for leaders to be able to manage their staff, and this will really open that up for them.
0: Thank you, both. That makes a lot of sense.
1: So I think Shannon brought up a really good point in regards
2: to the mobile app and the functionality. Um, We've talked a little bit about how this makes our leaders lives a little bit better Um, What we also want to focus on is our our colleagues lives and so The platform itself will also put them in the driver's seat It will allow them to make changes on their own to their direct deposit or to their tax forms It will also allow them the ability to see anything anytime anywhere So we're really not limiting them to needing to come into work, to log into a kiosk here or their desktop here. The mobile app really puts all of that directly on their own home personal device and allows them to see that data real time.
0: So I'd like to add on to that because I think you make a great point about how easy this platform is to use. When I was first introduced to Workday, uh, and this is coming from somebody, so my 11-year-old daughter has had to show me how to use TikTok. Um, helps me with the DVR like it's not uncommon for me not to get technology right away and whenever I was first introduced to to Workday the ask was without any instructions or directions go in and update your direct deposit and I was able to do that and I was not alone everybody in the room was able to do that without any instructions behind it because it is very intuitive on, on how to navigate it so glad you bring that up we've talked a lot about the transition, uh, we've talked a lot about for leaders what they can expect to be different and how to prepare their teams for this. What if there are questions that our listeners have? Where would they go to, to get any question, questions answered about this transition?
1: That's a, a great question, and one of the things that we have focused on a lot during our implementation process is how do we, uh, what does our support program look like going forward? Um, and we do have an established support plan that will be rolled out at GoLive. Um, the help desk will be available um, and they will basically triage any of those questions and then they can funnel those out to the right teams. So they do have one point of entry for any kind of questions. Of course, they can always reach out to their payroll support people that they, they have worked with as well as their HR partners. But I think that they will find that the help desk will be very well trained up and be able to really provide them the support that they need.
0: Excellent, that is a great resource. As an organization of our size, be able to offer a a, a dedicated line like that from the the help desk. So certainly want to make sure our listeners are taking advantage of the training that's coming through on this, staying up to date on the communication pieces as they come out every week, and then download the mobile app uh, when we're able to do so. Before we wrap up our conversation today, do want to check in with both Cassie and Shannon here on how you sharpen your saws and, and as a reminder Franklin Covey's seven habits of highly effective people one of those habits is sharpening your saw and that is how do you continue to develop yourself uh, maybe this is professionally maybe this is just how you recover your energy maybe through family time or hobbies or, or something of that nature so I would ask both of you how do you sharpen your saw
1: so I have a 30-minute commute um, to work every day. So I listen to audiobooks to get my day started, and they range in topics and um, subjects from A to Z.
0: Shannon, thank you for that. Couldn't agree more on audiobooks and podcasts, any of that type of thing. Whenever I'm in the car, commuting, especially when I'm by myself, um, I like to keep some of those ready to roll for me. So thanks for sharing that with us. Cassie, what would you say? is your preferred way to sharpen the saw.
2: Um, I sharpen my saw by um, really taking time to recover. So, me at my best uh, is not at my best if I haven't uh, recovered. And for me, spending time with my husband and my children, and taking a little time out when it's needed, is really important for me. And that's how I really uh, sharpen my saw and stay me at my best.
0: Thanks for sharing that and being willing to share. It's so important that we all think about our own well-being and and wellness. It's going to become a bigger focus for organizations across the country and and not just here at HSHS. So when you can find how to sharpen the saw through well-being, I think that's that's a win-win. Thank you so much to Cassie and Shannon for being here and for each of you taking the time to listen to the podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for
2: listening to this episode. Of Learning Line. We would like to give special recognition to Claire Kramer, our editor and producer of the show, and Ray Engeldinger, the composer of our music. Ray works in supply chain and wrote No Doubt, the song you are hearing now. Thank you.